डिस्क्लेमर ये सीज़न हाली रिलेटेबल है आपको कुछ सिखाने और रिलाइज कराने के वापस के लिए इसमें जो कुछ भी बताया और समझाया गया है प्लीज़ उसे दिल पे ना लें और लोगों में ऐसे बदलाव लाने के लिए आगे शेयर करें वाई डोंट यू हैव फॉर गिविंग नेचर आई यू सफरिंग फ्रॉम प्रोकास्टिनेशन वाई डू यू क्रिटिसाइज योर सेल्फ डू यू हैव डी मोड ऑफ योर ओन इमोशंस आई यू बॉडी शेमिंग आई यू बींग बुलीड वाई डू पीपल टेक इस फॉर ग्रांटेड आई यू वे टू मटीरियलिस्टिक How can you compare yourself to others? Why do we end up getting hurt? Are we perfect? Why do we forget the good deeds? Are you a people pleaser? Are your excuses stopping yourself from achieving something? Thousand questions, multiple answers, but all in one season. listening to season 3 of make a change let's drive to more unashamed conversations hosted by ishwara gupta hey 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 welcome back to the fifth episode of this season i know i'm a bit late for the episode but sorry for the delay I was stuck with the overwhelming news of the results of my examinations. At last, I he got results in Katana Zada Intasar Tha, and you know how is the havoc behind the relatives and friends and everyone peer pressure, and you know the condition of India. So, at last, I got results, and happy to inform you that the hard work really paid off, and now I am back with the new episode along with a special guest. He is an American singer and songwriter, best known as the lead vocalist of the alternative rock band N Berlin, as well as the vocalist of his acoustic side project Anchor and Braille. He and his bandmates started N Berlin in 2002 after the demise of their previous group known as Sago 24/7. I know, अभी तक तो guess कर ही लिया होगा. If not, it is no other than Stephen Christian. First of all, welcome Stephen. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> It is like a dream come true when you listen to one of your favorite artists, and now we are talking in person. The experience has always been incredible. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to, to honestly to to be talking to you, and yeah, I look forward to this conversation. Wow. So you were an American singer and songwriter. So, what was the first thing that got you into music? You know, I come from a very small town. It's called Winter Haven, Florida, and honestly, it was there wasn't a lot to do, and so, and at that time, I had a lot of friends that were into music, and I just really wanted to, you know, explore. Yeah, I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow, but as a as a fan of music, I just saw it as as a kind of a social life in a lot of ways. So it became a really big hobby of mine, you know, playing the guitar, playing the piano, singing, songwriting, even at 14, 15, 16 years old. And then I began to realize that it, it was slowly amalgamating into a passion of mine. And then about the age of, uh, you know, I would say 19 or 20, I was realizing that my passion could be my profession. And so 
It was um, it was a long journey as to like getting signed and, and you know finding our way to a record label. But I learned so much throughout the years and walked away with a lot of life lessons that I'll never forget. That's amazing. So basically, from the very beginning, you were you had a keen interest in music, and that's why. Yeah, my family was very much into it. Like if you ever came over for Christmas, everybody's singing and everybody's laughing and they're harmonizing and and um, and I think it was. A lot of it was genetic, you know, like my all all four of my grandparents, you know, I, I can clearly remember them singing. Um, several of them played instruments. And so I think it was just a part of growing up. I didn't I didn't I assumed that all families were like ours, like all families had the aunt that was on the piano playing and, you know, the cousin that was doing the violin and somebody on the drums. And, and I just assumed, oh, this is just everybody in, in every household. And um, I, I took it for granted then, but now as I look back, I say, yeah, I'm just, I'm amazed at, um, at like how musically inclined our families were. Lovely, wow, that was something exciting to listen. So you and your bandmates started in Berlin in 2002, and you are best known as the lead vocalist of in Berlin. So can you tell us more about it? Like the idea behind starting a band yeah, you know, I think that people should find their profession. I mean, sorry, they should find their passion and then allow that to become their their profession. Because a lot of times people just look at like, how much money can I make? And then I'm going to go into that career. But for a lot of for artists and musicians, there's not a lot of promise for money or stability or long term, you know, long term sustainability for a job. And so for me, I just happened to stumble upon a passion of mine, like something I was so excited about. And then that soon became something that I was able to, you know, support my family with. And so it was, I think, but in 2002, I wasn't dreaming of that. I was dreaming about getting out of my small town, about making, about, about doing something bigger than myself, about following my own, you know, dreams. And, you know, I, I could never have guessed that I would have been around the world from, China to Russia to India to Europe to Australia. I mean, I just I don't think I could have imagined that in my little brain. But it was but but I definitely knew in my heart that if I was to do anything with my life, it had to come from three sources. You know, one was is being care, you know, man of character, like somebody who is just, you know, full of integrity. Secondly, uh, in my in, I believe in Jesus, so I wanted my faith to be very prominent. But finally, it all comes down to hard work. And no matter what your aspiration is, I believe that those three things can carry you a long way. Your faith, your it being a person of character, and then working as hard as you possibly can. Because nothing in this world that's worth anything comes easily. It's, you know, you have to put in hours and hours. You know, I heard it said once, if you want to become a professional at anything, you have to put in at least 10,000 hours. And that's a lot of time. You know, that's, you know, that's a long, so... So I decided that that's what I wanted to do. I really wanted to dive into music and for that to become my profession, I knew I had to get up to 10,000 hours. Wow, incredible. Like it is rightly said that if you have an interest in something and then you choose that particular field as a career, then it would be lead you to a perfect life. Because sometimes we all do is we run behind the money, we run behind the fame. And uh, or we just uh, get into peer pressure and do something that we are not interested in. And then we just face a lot in our lives because 
you don't have an interest in that particular field. And in your case, you just moved with your interest, you moved with your passion and converted into a profession. That was amazing. And the thing you said that we should always keep in mind is faith and always hard work. That's so true because you should have faith upon always on a natural power like you had on Jesus. And uh, of course, you should have a faith on yourself also because, you know, um, sometimes it happens that uh, you are very ta talented and you are doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of hard work, but you're not confident about your own self. And that, that thing leads you back. So I think faith uh, is very important. You should have faith on yourself and hard work is always a key to success. Absolutely. So what message would you like to give to all your fans? You know, I think that, you know, I think there's so many messages because, you know, I, I just love it, it makes me so excited to inspire people. But I would just say, you know, a lot of times early on in life, especially if you don't know where, what you want to do, you think that everyone else in this world has it figured out. But I'm here to tell you that Nobody has it figured out. We are all stumbling through this life together. And it's so important to have friend group, some friends that you can really rely on. Some people that, that have your back, that are, gonna, that, that are invested into your best well-being. You know, that they're going to come and wrap their arms around you when you're hurting. But also, when you need to be challenged and, and when you need to, be to, to hear the truth, that they're able to talk into your life and speak into your life and, and you won't be upset, you won't be mad, but you'll be like, this person wants me to win. And if you kind of get around peers or friends that put you down or are trying to hold you back, you know, that, that, that person, like they're so insecure with themselves that they need to hold you down so that they feel normal by you not being good in life normalizes them not being in good life. So I would say like, just this morning, I met with six other guys for coffee and we just talked. We're not about like some type of, we didn't come in with a game plan. We didn't come in with like a sermon or, or a Bible study. It wasn't like that. It was just six guys sitting around a table trying to talk about, hey, here's something I'm struggling with. Here's what I'm hurting with. And here's how, what I want to get better in. And so I would just encourage everyone out there to find those people that, that are going to, you know, come alongside you and build you up. And I know that in the, you know, it says in the, in the council of many, there is wisdom. So finding people again, that are like, you know, I heard it said, you are the, the five friends you hang out. And I hope that's a challenge for somebody out there to where they're kind of assessing, like, what am I going to be in five years? You know, what is life going to look like? Well, I would say, look at your five friends and that's probably where your life's heading. And so find people that love you, encourage you and challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Uh, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like um, there are many people around you. Some get jealous with your success. Some get happy with your success. Some motivate to be on your path. Some distract you to have fun. It's up to you what you choose as friends. And friends are very important because like you said, that they always help you in becoming the best version of yourself. That's so true. because. There's a very famous saying that you don't need 100 friends. You need one friend that is true to you. To you. So that part is, part is very much uh, agreeable because I think friends are very important in our lives to 
just explain us what are we doing wrong what to help us out in various things to be on our side when we need someone so yeah they are very important if you don't mind can you tell us something about one of the best experience of your life Wow, the best. I mean, I have a lot. I, I feel so blessed and humbled that I've been able to travel around the world and meet incredible people. But I think the greatest experience of my entire existence as a human was to watch my, my daughter be born and just being in the room. And I've never experienced such love, such unselfish, you know, unbridled, unconstrained, like just I was consumed by this human being and it it was one of the greatest moments of my I know it was the single greatest moments of my life is to watch my children be born it was just beautiful and miraculous and the world felt right and the world felt like anything was possible and I can't explain it it was just um I I, I told somebody I felt like I was in a Beatles music video where everything's just like I'm in the yellow submarine and everything is love and it was the greatest. It was great. So, um, yeah, I think that was the greatest moment. But other than that, I have a lot of moments where, you know, I, I, I've had the ability to, you know, taste a mango in Haiti, like right off the tree. I've, I've been able to, you know, be, uh, you know, go, go in and experience the culture and the language of the people in China. Like I've got to eat, you know, a, a rice in India. I've got a chance to like, go to the Eiffel Tower and just sit there with wine and cheese and stare at the Eiffel Tower. I'm just, all, these, all these crazy experiences in life. But again, none of them compare as far as a human experience to just the birth of my children was, was the most powerful moment of my entire life. Beautiful. Seeing a life, seeing someone to come to life and seeing someone to starting a life in front of your eyes is incredible because I can totally relate. I saw my sister being born in front of my eyes. So yeah, that thing is just incredible because you are seeing something that is coming to you naturally. And that is a human emotion, no materialistic, nothing. Absolutely. And that is so beautiful. So moving on with today's theme for the episode, I would like to introduce it with a quote that do not fear failure, but rather fear not trying. The problem with today's generation is that we give up so easily. We all have big dreams, but when we, uh, something, when we do something that is out of our comfort zone, we never try to get there. Like, according to me, giving up is a lot easier than staying back and fighting for it. So, Stephen, what are your views on the same? Yeah, I think, I mean, I totally agree. And I don't think that's just a generation thing. I think that's all humanity. Sometimes we just don't want to do the hard work it's going to take to be able to accomplish the goals that we have. And I, and I think, you know, it's almost like a get rich quick scheme mentality globally. We all want something to go big in our life. We want to win the lottery. We want the dream job. We want all this but life is about self-discipline, like day, you know, stacking days on top of each other. And what I mean by that is like about if you just crush today, wake up tomorrow and you just crush tomorrow, you'll soon realize that you have created a monumental, you know, colossal skyscraper of a career, of a life. But we just want someday, we just want to be at the top of the mountain. 
So I would say, you know, whatever you choose, whatever job, whatever school, whatever passion, show up on time with a good attitude and work hard. If you just do that daily, you just show up on time, you will begin to realize that you are separating yourself from the rest of the pack because there's other people that think, oh man, I just graduated college. Well, I should be manager in six months. I should be, you know, I should, I should oversee a region within a year. I should run the company within five years. And it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? So they get frustrated and then they quit. They go to a different job because they think, oh, I can get a better position and more money and I'm going to be more fulfilled. I'm going to move up faster. And soon people just realize like, you're not even showing up mentally or physically, emotionally. You're not here. You're just looking for the next best, but you're not putting in the daily work and, and, and over time. Um, I, I heard about this, this person and he was going to, and, and a church said, I think this guy should be a pastor. I really, I truly, truly believe this is a true story, by the way. I think this guy should be a pastor. He should run a church. You know, I would love to like, you know, help him succeed. And so they came to him and they said, hey, congratulations, you're on the maintenance team. You, you get to be a janitor. And, and, he, and he looked at them and he said, no, never, no, I quit. And so he went, he left and he went to another church, never knowing to this day, he still doesn't know, they were high, trying to hire him as a janitor to see if he was willing to do the hard work, to work from the bottom up. You know, they believed in him. They saw that he was a good leader, but they wanted to know that he was going to be humble enough and grateful enough and work hard enough that he could someday be a pastor. And so he left and went to another church and, and I'll never know if he became a pastor or not. But what I'm saying about that is sometimes life is just showing up on time with a good attitude and working hard and you will slowly see. Um, I believe it's Malcolm Gladwell at Tipping Point says that life is like a seesaw and every day you have the opportunity to put one grain of sand on top of the seesaw on one side. And someday you'll put enough sand that life will just steer and go in your direction. And so I would just say, wake up and start stacking days upon itself. And someday you'll realize you're on the top of a mountain. I totally agree with you. And adding on, I would say that to achieve something, you need to give up your sleep. You need to give up your distractions to gain something. Because sacrifices are needed to achieve something, to gain something, if you have big things. It's very, it is very easy to say that we want to visit Eiffel Tower, we, we want to go on a world tour, we want to be a millionaire. But what are you putting in that to become that thing? Are you doing something? If you are not, then you should. Because saying something and not implementing or not working hard enough or just giving back, like just giving up the things because that thing is out of your league or out of your comfort zone and you are like really scared, that thing is not done at all. You're right. Absolutely true. And I would say that don't quit. Never give up trying to build the world you can. See, even if others can't see it, listen to your drum and your drum only. It is the one that makes the sweetest sound. Comebacks are different for everyone. But to achieve something, we need to put everything that we have in us. I know it is very difficult, but life isn't easy. We need to, like, to hold on a rose also. We need to put, we need to bear that pain. Every beautiful thing has something that we have to give up for that. So, Stephen, it was like a big comeback for you with 
N Berlin that N Berlin released its song Two Graves in Seven Years. So how was it for you? Yeah, it was exciting, you know, to be back in the studio with the guys. It was so much fun. So that's one song, but we're going to be releasing um, 10 more over the course of the next year. So um, I'm really excited. I hope that, you know, um, I hope that people resonate with it because honestly, for me, it's back to being music is back to being a passion and a hobby, which is so much fun. It's it's a very cathartic mind space to be in to be able to write music. Wow, that's really nice. It's just that it is relatable to the whole theme of the episode that you didn't give up. Your band didn't give up. You came up with a song. You came up like after seven years and that was a huge comeback. So we are so proud of you. And I would say to everyone that you should never give up on something you believe in because pain is okay, but giving up is not. Because what, right. what you came, like what you achieved, like you gave up for the things you wanted to achieve. No, that is not the way. Am I right? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's kind of what the song Two Graves is about, is about, about you know, um, uh, don't count, the, the chorus says, don't count me out. You know, um, you know, no, there's no down from zero, but don't count me out because I'm going to come back, I'm going to fight back and I'm going to be stronger. So absolutely agree. And the song fits right with that, that last message. Yeah, so true. And definitely comebacks are difficult, but you definitely need to do that to achieve something in your life, to go for your dreams and to show the world who you really are. So, Stephen, how was your experience today on the show, Mega Change, Let's Drive to More Unashamed Conversations? No, I, I, you know, I think the conversation was great. I think that, you know, people have a lot to walk away with and dissect. You know, we'd have to listen to this several times over to get all the information because, I mean, I think it was powerful. If it's, you know, but there is a difference between listening to this message and then listening and applying it to your life. Because if you just listen to it, it's of no good. You know, it's just... It was just, we were just here to entertain, but we're, but that was not the, that's not what the message is about. That's not what this podcast is about. The, the, the message is needs to be like absorbed, but then you need to go do something about it. You need to wake up earlier or work harder, become a, a, a more of a person of character of whatever that, uh, that's, you know, that was what the message of this, of this was all about. Totally. Like to achieve something, to gain something in your life, you need to sacrifice your sleep. You need to come into discipline and that's must. And this podcast is all about showing you the mirror who you really are. And that's a good part, part, part like if you're implementing in your life, but if you're not, then it's the high time because you should. So would you like to say something to the audience that is listening to you right now? I just want to say thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the music for all these years. Thank you for allowing me to be on this podcast and go out there and crush, you know, just go out there and, and, and live and be the best version of yourself that you possibly can. Totally. Thank you so much for being here, Stephen. It was great talking to you.